everybody, it's Brady here from Inner Strength Check, rolling dice and playing games for personal growth and social change. And without further ado, let's get into it. You're doing something a little different here. Typically, I will just type my music releases. However, I figured it would be, you know, it's the day and age of podcasting, so why not uh, do an audio version? So... This is going to be pretty much verbatim, so look, I'll leave any generalized assumptions about your knowledge or lack thereof regarding Norwegian genre-melting progressive black metal patriarch Isan at the door. If you're into heavy music, you'll doubtless have heard the Emperor Frontman's classic blackened material and have at least an awareness of his solo side project. Ah yes, Isan. A man brave enough to wear turtlenecks in a sea of corpse paint with not a single hint of a fuck given. And yet, a man grounded enough in the scene to tour with his Emperor Hermes, his solo project brethren, and also come up with a current release. To produce an EP as part of an educational program for budding music producers and sound engineers at URM Academy shows a sincerity for the man's devotion to the world hidden within the studio's back end. Helming production alongside the mighty Jens Bogren, also of Opeth, Dimu Borgial, Argenemy and Power of Fame of Fascination Street Studios, the project was completed over 10 gruelling days. Reportedly, sessions took on average from about 14 to 16 hours at times. To briefly quote the press release, Throughout the whole experience, the URM Academy team captured everything on video with Jens Borgren, adding commentary to the production techniques used with detail on mic placements, preamps, drum head tunings, sharing his methodology, and drilling down into what goes into a recording such as this. What a schooling these students got from one of the greats, huh? So speaking of schooling, I'd like to give my own lecture on the experience's end product, the extremely imaginatively titled Fascination Street Sessions EP. It's three tracks, but a wash warrants a full review. Why? Because it's fucking Isan, that's why. <laughs> so the first of the trio, The Observer, does what it says on the tin. It's a lilting and lofty number. It's a melodic but doomy affair. Lumbering at a steady and methodical pace, the drumming of long-time skinsman, and here we go, I'm going to butcher this, Tobias Ornes Anderson tumbles forward, pulling back with restraint to give air to some ethereal keys and vocals. Melodic verses are punctuated only for the briefest moments by the frontman's trademark shriek and requisite classic metal hat tip leads and shredding that we've come to know from the man himself. Keyboardist Oystein Ardland <laughs> provides a lion's share of the vocal duties for once and there's a decidedly Scandinavian dreaminess to the cleans in between those signature black metal barks. Those lamenting what feels like a softly spoken departure from Ishan's more bombastic oak modus operandi are more easily swayed back by the punchier second track, Contorted Monuments. Uh, those of you out there listening would probably have already heard Contorted Monuments. It could have just as easily rolled straight off the on-ramp of the adversary or angle, with not a raised eyebrow in sight, at first. Sure, there's a typical injection of classic metal bravado, as we're directed into that punchier tempo and that steady but angular, lightly dissonant riffing that is Isan's solo project all over. Sure, it's familiar. 
Even then, however, there's something so slightly and deliberately off base here from the norm. Perhaps it's the more new wave feel of the keys in the first half, which relent back into that more familiar operatic pomp. It just gives the listener an almost imperceptible tang of something different. Not off, just different. After all these releases, it's pretty cool to be reviewing a mere three tracks and hear something that incites a, here we go again, reaction, only to have you turn around after first listen and really question if something else hadn't just snuck in there right under your nose. Well, your ears. You get me. It's a good track. It's on brand, but there's just enough sort of tweaks in the mix, and it's quite a clever touch. And just like that, just to keep you on your toes in case you haven't read the presser, along comes the folksy whistle and lead guitar refrain that introduces Dom Andra. I'm not going to pretend I'm schooled up on Kent, the uh, sadly defunct Swedish artist from which this apparently nostalgia sensation track came. However, hearing Jonas Rensky in a far, far less solemn atmosphere than his brooding over Catatonia's empty expanses is admittedly jarring at first. It's more of a cognitive dissonance that works musically, but my frontal lobe and hippocampus are working overtime in this heated debate with my auditory content. cortex is why I'm hearing a vaguely 90s slash 2000s sounding Swedish pop rock cover. I realise a few bars in that I've completely forgotten this is a cover, and I'm unsurprised for that fact. Who else would have had to be so readily comfortable to hear such dynamic genre shifts in the space of a few tracks. Going in blind, I later looked up and I felt almost refreshed by the originals of uh, Dom Andra's more kind of upbeat, refined electronic edges, which isn't to say the cover's bad at all. If anything, it's demonstrable evidence that Isan and guest vocalist Jonas, who fits the bill smooth as butter, are both equally skilled in evoking their own atmosphere atmosphere from whichever genre they so please. So, much like the old joke that ghosts tell Chuck Chuck Norris stories around the campfire at night, I'm convinced more with each passing release that Isan's one of those rare musical craftsmen who can seemingly just absorb influences through some oral, oral, A-U-R-A-L, osmosis, Not only that, the man reflects these through his own aesthetic in a way that just feels whole, not porous or ham-fisted. And I, for one, am hoping that it's going to be a sign of some more content to come.